so that's, that's the, uh, one of the greatest show openers we've ever had. Right. That's that's how we're starting this one, huh? Yeah. Um, it's fitting because uh, we're uh, we're talking about one uh, C. Montgomery Burns. Uh, oh wait, wrong C. Charles Montgomery Punk. Uh, Cookie Monster Punk. Cookie Monster Punk. Yeah, yeah. Chick Magnet Punk. Um, what else do we Black have? Monger Punk. Uh. Man, I really should have wrote some down. Yeah. But I didn't. Carpet, Carpet Muncher Punk. Ah, yes. Richie with the save. Good job. Good uh, job. Outstanding, sir. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about uh, there's been some shit, some shit popping up about uh, Mr. Mr. Punk um, that has not exactly painted him in the most flattering light. Uh, but, uh, you know, there's multiple different angles that this can come from. Yeah, this will be fun. I got a Facebook message from uh, a friend of the show and our friend Kyler, uh, who uh, was really fired up about CM Punk, and he wanted to join us on this one. Uh, he bailed. We'll, we'll get him on the next round and, and get him to, you know, uh, spew off a little bit. But uh, uh, I'll have to give him a little, little, little credit on that one. But we've been kind of talking wrestling quite a bit here off and on, and obviously CM Punk comes to mind uh, and had a pretty big match last night, didn't he? Yeah, CP Monk versus uh, John Moxley yeah, for the unification of the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. And the notable part, beyond the fact that it was for the unification of the championship, was this was supposed to headline their next pay per view, which is, and if uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, is basically their WrestleMania. Yeah, you know uh, that this was kind of the precipice of what all started. This was, you know. This was it for them, so this was supposed to be it. So, I don't know. I, I really need to hear what you guys' takes on him is right now, because uh, then we could kind of go back in some of his history. Because um, not exactly a good track record. Yeah. So, Rich, let's we'll let you kick off. Let's. What do you think about the situation as a as a relative newcomer to um, to Punk's work? Um, he didn't just re-injure his leg or his foot. When he kicked, uh, what's his face in the the head? That's honestly, that's kind of what I think this whole thing is. I think it's it's MJF 2.0, um, and playing off of the history that that Punk has of, uh, you know, walking away from WWE, um. Because honestly, if you look back to when he showed back up in AEW, everybody was talking about how approachable he was, how cool he was, how good it was to have him there, and how he was like doing, you know, he was doing everything that he should be doing as a mentor, as a. Um, I thought he was doing AJ Lee. Well, he's doing, <laughs> yes, he is doing her. Uh, but as far as you know, from a from a uh, veteran perspective, everything he should be doing to help the young talent, and it seemed like he genuinely enjoyed his time. And you heard all this good stuff, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it seemed like, you know, obviously, you had you had Eddie Kingston talking shit, but that's what Eddie Kingston does. Eddie Kingston talks shit on everyone and anyone. Like I really don't know who the guy actually likes. He doesn't like Claudio Castagnoli. He doesn't like Daniel Bryan. He likes, Get the feeling. 
is is Ruby, not Ruby Riot, Ruby, whatever else she's calling herself. No, uh, Soho. Oh, Ruby Soho. Yeah. So he likes Ruby Soho and um the the proud and the powerful, right? And that seems to be it. Like he don't really like anybody else. So I don't really take what he has to say at for worth anything. But um but then you start hearing the stuff like where everything that I've read has said that you know, yeah, it's possible that it was it's possible that there's some truth behind it because there's the heat with Colt Cabana stemming from Punk's appearance on the Art of Wrestling podcast Colt Cabana does where they ended up getting into a lawsuit with WWE. Um, and then, you know, Colt Cabana was was there and was putting in the work and was doing stuff at the start of AEW. And some of the, some of the guys, um, Hangman Page being one of them, didn't take kindly to the fact that while well, CM Punk shows up and then Colt Cabana is kind of pushed out the door. Um, but aside from that, everything I'd heard had been good up until recently. And there's so much that it, it just seems like it could be maybe I'm working myself into a shoot or, you know, whatever, but it, it just seems like this could be a work to me. Yeah. I, 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 I think AEW likes uh, messing with the fans that read, the internet and i think that's what this is all part of yeah i i, I can't picture him not uh being happy at aew i mean I, i'm sure they gave him a, a a sweet deal to come over and uh i'm sure he's still i mean then again with the uh, triple h running wwf again uh i know people are more excited to go back there but i still think they gave him a sweet deal to come over over to the other side yeah yeah, and I think he's honestly a better fit right now where he's at in his career. Um, you know, it's uh, it's a good fit for him. He, uh, he does seem to be kind of back in his element, uh, especially kind of surrounded by some of his fellow ROH guys too uh, from back in the day. Um, you know, uh, you know, one being Brian Brian Danielson, some others. But um, look, his track record isn't the greatest though, and um, I, I think they're. I, I agree. I think a lot of it's a work, but I do think there's some truth to some of it too. Um, you know, because otherwise, it, unless you're that great of an actor, which I eh, really can't see that. <laughs> um, something there is 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 whether it's an injury or or something is is causing this. There's something there behind it. That's that's. Well, they you know, so they they did have all of their well not all of their uh, for yeah that that. For a period of time, there were a lot of injuries going on. And I, I think they, it, it may just be that he's still injured a little bit and they wanted to, you know, get rid of the whole interim thing, give, you know, give it back. And maybe he couldn't do a, or couldn't do a, 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 he couldn't perform a high enough level match for a pay per view. So that's why they had to move it to. That's kind of what I'm thinking. That's kind of where I was leading to. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's kind of what I'm thinking too. Is that he's probably either a he's still injured, or b he's re-injured, mm. which either either or is possible. And I don't think he injured in that match again. I no, 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 no. That no. was all planned. Yes. Yep. The way yeah, he yeah. the way he falls off his because uh, you know his uh, plant foot was the one that he goes down on, not yeah. not the foot that he did the kick with. So. Um, yeah, I think that I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, that, that's an obvious, you know, previous injury. Not to say that he wasn't in pain or any of that stuff. They, I, they also did the same thing or something similar with Brian Danielson uh, 
when he did that first match with um, the JAS guy. I can't think of his name now. The uh, the Dragon Killer, they're calling him now. Um, oh, yeah, uh, Daniel Garcia. I don't, I'm, yeah. I'm assuming he faked the, uh, the concussion, that he was still concussed. And he was playing up the concussion rather big in that match. Yeah. Um, and then came back to win the two out of three falls match. It was a really good uh, match. I, I just I think that there's there's a couple different ways that this could go. I think that either a, you know, maybe there is maybe he does have some genuine, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, Beef. Maybe some issues with how things are going backstage because it seems like, and, and this is something Rich, you and I were talking about before Tom popped on. Um, there seems to be some issues with how backstage is running at AEW. Uh, which is why Tony Khan had that big meeting this week and, and has introduced new structure to the backstage, um, how, how it's run. And so maybe he just had some issues with that kind of stuff, and then that blew up into I people getting their feelings hurt or whatever. The biggest problem they have now, and you guys may not know this if you haven't been following uh, the dark matches, um, is Bear Country isn't called Bear Country anymore. They changed their name, and they're they're trying to push them as a legit. They're a bigger uh, team. I forget what they're called. I came up with a stupid name like the Warriors or something stupid like that. But yeah, Ugh. yeah, I don't like that. Uh, I don't like it either. And they have a manager now. Yeah, I don't like that. But um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's been a lot of stuff going around. Like, and the other thing is maybe this is playing into an angle where MJF is coming back. I, I saw somebody say that online too, which would be interesting considering the feud they had before whatever happened to MJF happened to MJF. Right. And maybe they're going to play into that somehow. Maybe that, you know, there's so many different ways it can go. And honestly, none of us uh, punked an interview with, with sports illustrated recently. And he said that, you know, in essence, what he said was, where are you hearing all this information from Twitter? Twitter's not real. Mm-mm. Twitter is not real life. So until he said, and I'm not trying to say this in a way that's macho, like, oh, come fight me in the back alley. He said, if you have a problem with me, come speak to me because we can figure out whatever's wrong, whatever I did wrong, whatever you think I did wrong. We can talk it out. We can figure it out and we can move forward. And he, he, See, I mean, of course, this is an interview with Sports Illustrated, so maybe it was all just bullshit. But he seems to really want to be moving past that whole all the shit that happened in WWE with, uh, you know, because this isn't a situation where I feel like he's trying to leverage his way out of AEW and into WWE, like some of the guys might want to do. He burnt too many bridges. Well, I won't even say he burnt bridges. He burned some, but WWE did a lot of bridge burning on their own. So yeah. there's no way he's ever, you know, you never say never in wrestling, but that's one thing that I would feel confident placing a very large bet on would be that CM Punk never goes back to it. No, uh, I completely agree. Um, the, you know, the Cody Rose thing was a, a shock enough, um, but it was not surprising necessarily um, as you know, a CM Punk return would be. Um, I, I just don't, I, I agree. I don't see it happening. Um, if anything, and this is a, a guess of speculation, whatever, 
I could see them being kind of a more part-time hands-off. Let's put him as the top guy in, in ring of honor. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They made Samoa and Joe the top guy of Ring of Honor, and then you never heard from him again. So, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, true, that's a good I, point. I would like to see where they're going with it. You know, I know that it's not easy to just pick up and start up um, a wrestling organization, but I feel like pr- probably by now we should have seen more than we have. We're, we're going to see an, an invasion come uh, the all out. Oh God, Ring of Honor invasion. Uh, you know, it, it's it's a joke, but that's the kind of crap that happens, especially whenever they don't know what to do with something. Tony Khan right. Jr. signed them. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be, no, you know what's going to happen is Tony Khan's going to buy NWA, and it's going to be NWA, and then he's going to buy Impact. The, the, the Strand of Compton guys? Oh yes. God! It's gonna be the it's gonna be just as bad as the NWA invasion of 1998. Yeah, WWF. Yeah, when they had the the new Midnight Express mm-hmm. with bombastic oh, Bob and Bodacious Bart. We can bring back <laughs> Flair again for another run. And it'll be it'll be the Four Horsemen, but it'll actually be the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse because the other ones are dead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, they still got Arn Anderson. They can bring him out with uh, Ric Flair and just find a couple. They just had no. uh, Ricky Steamboat. Uh, I got this. No. I got this. It's going to be the four horsemen from the WCW parody. It's going to be Kevin Nash in his in his Arn Anderson outfit with the prosthetics and stuff. It's going to be uh, X Pac dressed up as Ric Flair. It's going to be um, I can't remember who else was. I think Buff Bagwell was involved. He was dressed up as Lex Luger or something, and he but didn't know whether he was part of it or not. And <laughs> like Jeff, Jeff Jarrett's a free agent again. Yes, he true. Is. Yeah, I don't know. I Jeff's just as bad as his daddy. You don't need to be anywhere near any kind of wrestling organizations right now. Yeah, you know. I don't have anything nice to say about Jerry Jarrett, and I don't really have anything nice to say about Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> same, same. Honestly, I see him and Road Dog. I've got nothing. Like, I don't want to see Road Dog anywhere near AEW. I don't want to see Road Dog near any wrestling at all. Be honest with you, um, but especially Jeff Jarrett, because the honestly, the only wrestling that I remember with Jeff Jarrett. Is I remember his slap nuts shirts. I remember his yellow sunglasses that weren't really sunglasses; they were just yellow lensed glasses. I remember him smashing um, guitars on people, and I remember him losing the inter- intercontinental championship to China. The uh, that's it. Uh, Bob Holly wrote in his autobiography about uh, his time down in Memphis when uh, Jerry Jarrett was running the territory, he said the only people that made money were Jerry Jarrett, Jerry Lawler, and Jeff Jarrett. Like, he would pay his son, but Bob Holly was making, like, 200 bucks to wrestle two weeks. Like, it was ridiculous. Like, no money whatsoever, but his his son was riding around in a brand-new Cadillac. Oh, of course. You know. Jerry Lawler's still alive, right? Yeah, yeah. Is he's almost, neighbor. Is he still doing wrestling stuff? Uh... He comes yeah, he occasionally to do like yeah, like pre-show stuff. I think he still wrestles on occasion too. Probably. Probably. Does he still sleep puppies. 
Um, I don't think I've heard him say puppies in a while. I met him several years ago. Last I heard, he was living in Florida. He was living by you, Bob. Yeah, he's actually he he did a uh, signing and a meet and greet at the. They're not called the the Fort Myers Miracle anymore. Now they're called the Fort Myers Mighty Muscles. Ugh. Yeah. Trust That's me. Awful. Dude, the fucking mascot is the dumbest fucking mascot. I, I don't want to hear shit about Gritty or or Blob or. I like Gritty. I, so do I. I love Gritty, but people talk shit. Do all right. So Rich, have you seen? So are you aware that there's? Uh, it's called the USFL, the United States Football League, and there's a team in Philly. Okay. No. So there's is a team this, in Philly. Is this American football or uh, soccer? It's American football. And this um, is so, so. This isn't like the NFL. This is like uh, its own thing. Is this an arena league or is this XFL? No, it's kind. Of, it's more like XFL than than arena um it's it's it gets played in the spring um, this year is up on my football knowledge so <laughs> well this year they this year they played all in the same location due to covid or whatever i don't know what the fuck but uh, this coming season they're going to play in their actual home cities and um so philadelphia's mascot is this gumdrop looking thing <laughs> with horns. what's the team called the Philadelphia Stars. Philadelphia Stars. And it's called and the Blob. No, no, it's not the Blob. It's just oh, it's just Blob. That's right. Blob. That's right. Blob. Yeah, Their Blob. mascot is called Blob. Oh, and that's the stupidest looking mascot I've ever seen. Right? <laughs> that right. is, yeah. So the eyes move. No, the eyes don't move. The eyes are fixed. So that's like you even. know what's you know what's worse than that mascot? What's worse? Look than up that the mascot. fucking Fort Myers okay. Mighty Muscles. Or. Myers. You know, you say that. You know what that reminds me of, Bob? Maybe. The Superstars. Super I love the Superstars. And Roger Clemens. I love, I love the Superstars. You know, I tried doing some research on it. Can't find anything on them anymore. This guy looks I... like a bootleg Pokemon. The uh, right, Mighty Muscles. Like he'd be on one of those. Uh, He's Digimon a Digimon or something. Yeah, yeah. Or Nexomon. Okay, now there's some of them where it's a guy in a costume, which looks dumb. But then there's some of them that were just like a head with arms, which looks a little better. Right. I'm coming out of a, a vagina. And that's not Ew. a vagina. That's a, a muscle, his, I'm guessing. Okay. His okay. name is Muscle Man? Yeah. It's awful. It's so fucking bad. And they had billboards down here, like, celebrating the change of the name. Do you know I'm what? Like, looking, Get the fuck I'm, out of here. I'm looking at the one. I guess this is their team one, where it's him pointing, coming out of a, a muscle shell. Mm. Do, do you know what Blue Waffles is? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> coming out of <laughs> purple and weird looking. <laughs> so fun fact, I had a uh, I had a that's a right, everybody. Dog. Google blue waffles. <laughs> Bluewaffle.com. Dude, the previous <laughs> mascot wasn't that great either. No, oh no, no, no. They're dude, they've been terrible forever. The previous um, mascot was a giant palm tree. Yeah. yeah. What the hell? And then Pokemon took it and made it into a thing. That's just, that's terrible. It's it terrible. Terrible. It's terrible. But, but we yeah, know dude. from me from Florida, he's definitely not gay, even though he looks like he's compensating for something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's definitely not be. gay. Though. Nope. nope, nope. He goes home to his wife, whom he loves very much. Uh, they have lots of church. 
hot sex. Heterosexual yeah. sex. That's a uh, that's just a god awful one. Dude, they're all know. everything that that team has been has been terrible. CM goes home and bangs AJ Lee though, which is awesome. I'd that's watch that. true. Getting us back, getting us back on track in the most right, yeah. awkward way possible. <laughs> Segwayed um, right back in that one nicely. Yeah. Good job, good job, Rich. See, we'll make a broadcaster out of you yet. That's why you keep me for the good. racial comments and. Oh, uh, uh, I was gonna say because you're rocking tits, but you know, racialists. <laughs> I'm not, I'm trying to work those off. So. We'll see. Um, on the. Uh, on the punk thing, I, it was something interesting about it with him that I saw, and I, I kind of go back to the Ring of Honor stuff. And the reason why I say that was because I saw an article that came through Twitter or whatever that said that he had la- wrestled his last Ring of Honor match in 2005. And I just thought the timing was kind of strange given all the stuff that's happened. You know, that's why I made the comment of, well, maybe that's where he ends up flagshipping, you know, so. Um, because it's hard, it was hard to believe that it was that long ago, um, but but that's when it was. So it was interesting. I don't I don't know. I I'll be honest. I've I've been a fan on and off of his. Um, it's he's you know he's very hot and cold with that guy. Um, I thought I was I just looked up his age because he looked old the last time I saw him, and he's older than we are. So that's I consider that old for a wrestler. He's forty three. Yeah. He's yeah. Much older than me. And here's a thing saying that the uh, rematch is the main event of All Out. According to Cage.com, I have no idea what this is. You know, we say that he's 43, and I look at AJ Styles, who's 45, you know, who to me is a still, I hate to say this, a still more better put together wrestler right now. So um, I don't know. That's my opinion. I, yeah. I I only got to see him a little bit because he was in that, and I mention this every time we mention wrestling. Um, but he was in that ECW version of the WWF WWF version of ECW for for right. a while. So I got to see him for a little bit, and then uh, I just stopped. I just couldn't. And he it. did well in that. He yeah, did he well did. in that role, yeah. you know. Um, and I hated the, him the and WWF. John Not John Moxley. Uh, John Morrison. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I hated the WWE ECW thing, but. They have yeah, too many people in AEW. They need to they need to cut the roster or, or break up the ROH like we were talking about. They need they need to do something. Yeah, uh, here's the th- thing. Going back, I'll go back on Punk's history, especially with Ring of Honor. And this is just this is just me like thinking things through. You know, obviously, you know, we're all big ECW fans. Originally, CW, not the whatever inbred version that we got with the WWE. Until they represent. Yeah. So, but my thing is like you always had spiritual successors to companies, in my opinion. So like. Ring of Honor to me was like the actual spiritual successor to real ECW. Um, I think the argument can be made that Combat Zone filled in a little bit of a gap there. I'm just um, going to say that because that's the one that replaced them on Channel 48. Right, right. But I, I mean, I went to plenty of CZW shows, and look, it was cool. But the as far as like the actual artistry that you know ECW could put together with a Van Dam or Mysterio or Eddie Guerrero. Or any of those guys are, you know, you know, CZW never had that. You know, they had the hardcore brutality, but they never had Necro Butcher. Right, exactly. Um, But now Ring of Honor, though, you had Punk and you had Brian Danielson and you had all these other guys that were very capable of leading up to like Adam Cole and whoever. But then I thought like whenever NXT 
first formed as its own entity, that could have been another spiritual successor. When it was filmed in just, you know, full sail there under the dark lights, it really reminded me of that. And the wrestling was good. And then you got the war game stuff back. So to me, you had all that going. I think that's kind of like the a good spot for Punk, in my opinion. Like he would have been great in the original ECW. He was wonderful in the first run of Ring of Honor. To me, I thought he would have been a great fit in the original run of NXT. That's why I think he's such a good fit now in AEW, is that he kind of finds that nice, you know, wave of what's popular-ish. Um, uh, you know, and I think that's what he makes a good fit. That's why I don't think he goes back to where he's at. And I don't know, or at least WWE. Yeah, we'll have to see how things go from here. I, I just, you know, I'm 100% on his side with the WWE stuff. Um, I mean, to a degree, as far as with injuries and everything and how he was treated that way, and then when they served him his papers on his wedding day, that was bullshit. And Vince yeah. can say, oh, I didn't know, I didn't know. No, bullshit. You knew. You 100% knew, dude. Oh, not only, yeah, not only did he know, that was his whole point. He did it on purpose. Right. right. And then, you know, obviously he's got heat with, with Triple H, and Triple H plays the good company man. It's like, no, you know, hey, if he, if he ever wanted to come back, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. We all know that's not the case. You know, he, he says what he's got to say. I mean, you know, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know Triple H. Maybe he legitimately means it, and he would welcome him back with open arms. I just have a hard time believing that as someone who has pride. That much history with him, too. Right. I just can't, after all the stuff that he said, I can't see him being open to a punk return. And after the lawsuits, honestly, after the lawsuits, after everything else, you know, it, we're a long way from the Hogan and Vince lawsuits of the 90s and the theatrics that played out with that. There's some genuine anger and some genuine hurt here and some right. feelings of you know like th that he was done wrong he genuinely thinks that he was done wrong by by wwe and not just by wwe but specifically triple h by stephanie by vince by all these people and i don't think removing a few of them from the equation is going to change anything no 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 i i don't think he comes back in any many shape or form at all um you know I, I think triple h in charge for the last what a month or so now uh or, or better has been awesome you know i've actually turned the channel and went and watched uh quite a bit of raw lately and um back to some nxt and they're doing some great things there again and uh it's it's been it's been refreshing but yeah you can only go so far with it and certain right. certain people are just you can't mend that you know you can't mend that burnt bridge so I don't Richie, know. Richie, what do you think? Oh, I was just, uh, I don't know how I got onto it, but Abdullah the Butcher's still alive, so I think we should bring him back, too. He's 81, and I think he only has, like, one leg. I don't know if he has one leg or not. I'm just throwing that out there. No, I, I feel like you're right on that. I feel like that's... There was something like about that not too long ago. Yeah. And Johnny Benson's the manager. <laughs> he, could, he could be the manager for the bloodline. Who, Johnny or Abdullah? <laughs> Both. You ever see that guy's forehead? 
Oh yeah. oh yeah, dude, they can hide poker chips in it. Yeah, it's there was awesome. Just this cool level on Just. Um, I don't know when it came out, but I was watching a video of all the uh, the video game characters he inspired. Like if you watch it, because he was really big in Japan, so whenever you needed a a background character for a fighting game or a beat 'em up or something like that, they just based it on on him. No shit. Yeah. Let's see if I can find. Let's send the link. Did one of you mention Johnny Gargano? I don't know Johnny Gardano. And I, I haven't, I haven't said we talked about him last. Well, I, I think I texted you that on Monday, Bob. Yeah. So um, switching gears a little bit to somebody that's that's back with WWE, that is back with them, um, who for the longest time I was hoping would go to AEW, but I don't know, man. I'm, I'm excited to see Johnny Wrestling back in WWE and see where this goes, especially since he went after Theory. Yeah, talk about awesome someone that won the free agent lottery. Yeah, As he waited. He waited and waited and waited, and uh, it's almost like he knew something. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, never mind. I'm not going to say that. That's mean. No, I lie. I look. You, we go back. Rich, if we get a chance, go back and look up some of the NXT matches between Gargano and Champa. Oh my God, they're ridiculous. Every yeah. single one of them. Um, and now you've got both those guys in there. Um, I, I don't know if you noticed this or read this, Bob, but Tyler Bate is now challenging for the NXT championship. So he's over there after they mm-hmm. folded NXT UK. He's another, he's another one that now he's only 25 years old, but he's got what he's like six years of WWE experience now. <laughs> I just, I just had a vision of the future and it made me extremely happy. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Versus DIY. And that's possible. Dude, can you imagine a series of those matches? They would tear the house down. Throw that at WrestleMania. Oh, and you watch that falls that, on. Let that be a match at WrestleMania 40 with us in attendance. Because you tell me, that falls on greatest matches of all time. I will throw my underwear in the ring. <laughs> or if it'll make him have the match, I won't throw my underwear in the ring. Who's DIY? That's uh, Gar- that's a tag team of uh, Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. Champa. Yeah, you got to look them up, man. It's- yeah, look them up. Look any of their matches up. Uh, everything's fantastic. Whether they're tagging together, they're against each other. Every single thing that they do together is just gold. And um, I've got the same same feelings for Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate. Although out of that NXT UK thing, the one thing I was kind of sad about was that they released Trent Seven, so so no more Mustache Mountain. So are they going to when um, when Tyler Bate eventually makes his way up to the main roster? They're going to give him a stupid name like Butch too? I don't think so. In fact, I, I would almost wonder we're, that uh, Pete Dunn gets his name back pretty soon. I was going to say we're done with that now that this is gone. Aren't they already renaming the Patrick? I'm sorry, the overweight chick. <laughs> Oh, do drop? Yeah. <laughs> I I hope they give her back her name because she had a good name. She had a good name, Piper Niven. Yeah. And they called her the Viper. Well, they can't give her the Viper because that's Randy Orton, but Piper Niven is a good name. Yeah. I mean, that's a real name, isn't it? I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think that's the only reason why they do on some of those because they're still getting trademarked. Yeah, I, think, I was going to say. Yeah. We need to own you. Yeah, that's right. why the like the whole Austin Theory one. Dude like, drops a stupid name though. Oh, it's oh, it absolutely is. 
the well, uh, the Austin Theory one. I have a feeling it wasn't it because they didn't want there to be another Austin. Austin, movie? yeah, but it's still stupid though because they still call like his his whole like uh uh oh, what do you call it the uh the big Titan screen Tron. the Jumbotron thing Titantron, yeah. Um, it still says A Town. Like, it, I get friends yes, from yeah. Atlanta. I get that, but like A uh, Austin, I, I don't know. Nope, nope, it's Ass Town. You said oh, okay. you, you actually didn't watch Dynamite, right? No, I didn't. I didn't. Did, I didn't either. I watched the match. I watched the, the match, the squash. But no, go ahead. Oh, they finally took. Uh, I got to see what that guy looked like without the box on his head. Oh, Kip Sabian. Yeah, him too. <laughs> he's he's back ish. Yeah, him he's too. Did he have a? They're putting him against Max. He hasn't. Like, he interfered with the match. He didn't like have a match. But uh, so is he going to be with Will Osprey? It looks like he's by himself, or maybe it, it was. More like, like I said, they were kind of playing up him going for whatever title it is that um, Pac has. So he okay. interrupted the the Death Triangle. Will Osprey, who was really, I've never seen, or maybe I've seen Will Osprey do it before, but he looked really good in his match with uh, with the Death Triangle. Yeah, he's dude. He's he's outstanding. Yeah, that was impressive. Um, yeah, yeah is, Will Osprey is going to be a. He looked young too. Like I have no idea how old he is, but. Uh, yeah, looks like he could last a while. Who are you talking about, Will Osprey? Yeah, he's twenty nine. Okay. Yeah, he's been wrestling for a long time too. He's just since pretty much since he was like young teenager. Yeah, he's awesome, and he, I think he's gonna be such a great like he he'll be a great find for like because he's he's Japan yeah. and like other like basically unless you're like a huge wrestling fan prior to his time with AEW he was like not unknown. an unknown but. Yeah. You know, yeah. you had to be a wrestling fan to really know who he at, was. At mainstream, whatever, yeah. Right, yeah. He wasn't going to be like, oh, they wrestlers. Oh, Roman Reigns. Was, Will Osprey. He wasn't going to be in that conversation. <laughs> I was hoping for Death Triangle to win the Trios tournament, but uh, thanks to Kip Sabian's uh, interference, they lost their match. And Will Osprey and the other guys moved on. The Aussie Express, whatever they're called. Did you guys uh, catch any of the, the back and forth between Will Osprey and um, Kenny Omega? No, apparently it was like after the, after the fact or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I I highly recommend uh, checking that out because I didn't realize there was genuine heat between them, and um, it's pretty brutal. Kenny's Kenny like rips into him and basically call says he can't lace his boots and says, you know, I set up New Japan perfectly for you when I left, and you did absolutely nothing with it, and then. Will Osprey goes after him and says, oh, I notice you're wrestling with a shirt on now. Is that to hide your fat ass stomach? <laughs> like just tears into him. Like they go they go after each other. So definitely worth uh checking out. You know, I talked shit on Eddie Kingston earlier. I do need to say good on him. Um, he did wrestle in some other promotion recently, and I think it was in Cleveland or something like that. And he donated his fees and everything to the children's hospital or to cancer something or not, like to some charity. So good for him, even though I fucking can't stand him. Yeah, he was he's another CZW guy. Uh, that's where he made his name, pretty much. It, it looks like he's a, a backyard wrestler. It looks like he'd be one of them drunk, like, let's do it, yeah, kind of things. That's the funny thing to me is watching all these guys that actually were in CZW at some point or another you know, living it up on AEW, whether that's, you know, Mox, you know, obviously the champion. He, he, they had the, 
the trust busters now uh are I, I i forget all their names but they have that one guy who i guess he was a football player or something that has the worst tattoo i've ever seen except for cody Rhodes. oh uh parker Parker he's got like yosemite sam on his uh, over his heart or something and yeah uh, he now he was an amateur wrestler wasn't he and uh that slim j guy they have looks like somebody who would have came from the backyard wrestling he's he's not doing bad like he looks like he wrestles well but he just has this look like he's a a douchebag yeah and honestly i i guess i shouldn't talk shit see here's the thing I really wanted to like Eddie Kingston. I really did. I mean, he doesn't give a shit if people like him or not. And maybe if I was in his position, I wouldn't care either. I really wanted to like him because he's not like the the typical WWE superstar. You know, he's not like super built. He just seems like a badass dude that could just go in and, and legitimately fuck people up. But I just can't. Dude, just every single time he opens his mouth, I'm just like, dude, shut the yeah. fuck up. I was going to say that they did that with the Sandman, and the Sandman had charisma. Eddie Kingston doesn't have the the charisma. It just doesn't. Like yeah, I hate it. They kept going, and, I, and I'm glad they're done with it. Hopefully they're done with it, but they just the, – the whole feud he had with the, the Jericho thing, it just kept going and going. Yeah. Jesus Christ, I'm going to light him on fire. I'm not going to light him on fire. I'm going to cut his hair. I'm not going just, to just, just go away. Right. He's like, uh, I don't know, and and I I know this is like comparing two different people, but I think because they came from the same place, he's basically, to me, just a step ahead of Nick Gage. (laughs) That's about where I'm not that I dislike Nick Gage that much, but, eh, you know, I don't, Eddie Kingston didn't serve any time in prison as far as I know. Yes, he did. (laughs) Okay, so they did. Okay, that's why I think you put them in the same same cloth. Then, I, well, let me let me double check because I believe, uh, I believe he did. You know, I mean, I know Nick Cage did, but <laughs> no, I know. Um, let's see. Okay, no, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, says that watching old tapes was what kept him out of jail and out of trouble. Okay, so okay, so he he could have been right. Well, the PNC bank that this guy robbed was in Collinswood. I used to live right down the street from that. Oh yeah, you looking up the Nick Gage stuff? Yeah, yeah, like literally that probably in 2010. So I was probably living there when that happened. Yeah, he spent several years in jail for that. <laughs> uh, I didn't realize that was right. I think I even heard of that. Damn. Okay. Yep, and then he shows up on an uh, AEW and basically has a bloodbath with Jericho. On TNT. <laughs> it's just bank oh, robbery. he okay. here just, you go. Fun fact: bank robbery is a victimless crime as long as he didn't hurt anyone. <laughs> Eddie Kingston was uh, meth. Eddie right? Kingston was was trained by Tracy Smothers. You know that's that's why he's such a great wrestler. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Actually, Eddie Kingston wouldn't be for meth because he'd be skinning your views on meth. <laughs> He's a dealer, maybe. Uh, wait, <laughs> was he trained by Tracy Smothers? Yeah, he was trained it, by Tracy Smothers. He dedicated one of his matches to Tracy Smothers when when he when Tracy Smothers died of cancer. Wow. Tracy Smothers definitely isn't one of the mom liked you best Smothers Brothers guy, right? This is somebody else. Oh, do you, you know? remember FBI? 
Yeah, he's he, yeah. he was uh, he was from Nashville, Italy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was the best. I, I love I loved everything Tracy Smothers did because I just think he was so over the top. He fit the FBI well role so well. Oh dude, yeah. Well was... him and him and Tommy Rich were the best. Oh, he's dead. Yeah. Yeah, he died a couple of years ago now. Um but yeah, so no, I mean that's the thing. Eddie Kingston, I don't think bad. I don't think he's a bad guy. I'm just tired of the shtick of I hate everyone and everybody's a piece of shit. And you know, dude, come on, there, there's better. You you can do better. So yeah, it's I guess it's when people get tired of a gimmick, whether it's uh, you know good bad. You're the bad guy. You're the good guy. You're an in betweener. Uh, and I I mean that kind of what what makes Jericho so good is keeps reinventing himself. Yeah, um, you he's know. a wizard. He's yeah, exactly. You're a wizard, Chris. <laughs> I want to see him blow another f- fireball. I thought they're going to say something else. I don't know if I like what they're doing with Anna J, though. I think I like your better in Dark Order. Oh, I like. See, they killed Dark Order, they destroyed it. They took everybody out. That's gone now. It, it, I mean, it. yeah, there's still. Uh, who's in it? Uno, 10. And then the Beaver Boys, but it's cool. But I do like that they've got Adam Page hanging out with him again. But still, like I don't know, they 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 killed it. Or they they, they especially without Anna J. They uh, they often, although it's been a while now, they were uh, headlining the dark matches with uh, the Factory. It was always uh, some. Team up of one versus the other. Yeah, well, that's what it was when I when I saw him in Fort Myers. That's uh, that's one of the dark matches yeah. was Uno and uh, I think Stu Grayson was still with uh, AEW, and I think it was Uno and Grayson versus um, Nick Camarado and oh God help me, I can't remember who the other one was. Well, one of the other guys in in the factory. Um, so, do you got? Did, did we mention the? Um, I know we talked about it before we got on the air, but did we mention the Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker and Jamie Hader heat? No, I did see the did see the the Twitter silence though on uh, the part of Thunder Rosa. So yeah, so well, there's yeah. speculation that she might not actually be hurt. That they just kind of want to get her out of the picture for a little bit to let the heat die down um, because apparently Britt Baker hates her. Jamie Hayter hates her and Jamie Hayter. She was uh, Thunder Rosa was hiding in the bathroom because she thought Jamie Hayter was going to kick her ass after she broke her nose. I'd so. love for Jamie Hayter to kick my ass. <laughs> I'm sure you would. Uh I'm sure you'd like for quite a few people to kick your ass. HQS? Yeah, Harley Quinn Smith. Oh, yeah. You just even (laughs) have to pay her. (laughs) Just take her out to dinner every once in a while. (laughs) I don't know what would be the worst punishment for Richie on that one, having to be seen in public with her or having her actually whip his ass. As long as you don't have to watch any of her movies. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there was one time, and I don't read. Uh, 
speakers in there. I don't even think she had a speaking role in that, so it's fine. <laughs> Christ, it's too good. Um, any any other uh, uh, wrestling stuff that you guys have kind of caught or anything recently, or that's really hey, you know, jumped at you? I know uh, the the Loomis thing keeps getting cool, Bob. I don't know if you saw that, where he's uh, he's now kidnapping people. Yeah, he kidnapped the Miz at his giant yeah. balls. <laughs> I love. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. I like that. I mean, look, I'm all for Dexter Loomis being a creep and and doing shit like that. That works for me. And he showed showed up on NXT as well. Oh, did he? Uh, had did a little bit uh, of a little bit of a bit with Indy, so it was really cool. Oh, that's cool. Um, but then he uh, at the end of the segment hands her a note and then uh, gets arrested. <laughs> oh. Well, I mean, hopefully she bails him out. I want Indy on. I need Index to be the next feud for Miz and Mrs. Oh, wait a minute. Maybe that's where this is going. I fucking hope so. That would be amazing. Look, Rich, I know um, I know how to cater to you as far as wrestling is concerned. So Maurice, who is the the wife of the Miz, um ever since she had her kids it comes close to spilling out of her top every every time she's on tv definitely worth a check out <laughs> um i uh i can't believe the miz became somebody dude i'll tell you what he's awesome like i said I, I remember him as wasn't he a tough enough uh did he even uh, win he was on he's in the real world uh, was it real world or real, he was on real world? No, he was on the real world, really the real world. I, oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, and then he and then he was on Tough Enough though too, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yep. He was, but he, he was the only Tough Enough contestant to win the WWE Championship and headline WrestleMania. Yeah, but he yeah. didn't even win Tough Enough that year. No, no. He was, he, he was like a runner-up or something, and he still ended up. He was popular enough that they put him on TV. Um, but yeah, dude, I I'll tell you what, the Miz to me is one of the best. He's one of the best heels in the business. Yep, he's a natural uh, heat magnet. Uh, he he controls the mic. Uh, he, in my mind, right now as it stands, he's a top ten, maybe a top five. Um, you know, he's really really good on the mic. Uh, just because he's who he is, you know, he he's just an overblown, you know, on on TV of who he actually is. Um, you know, especially if you go back and look at the stuff he did with the real world, that was, that was him. Right. Um, but yeah, no, he's excellent. And then he just, you know, he has good matches with everybody. It really is ridiculous. You know, it's, um, I never would have thought that in a million years, you know, but I always said, you know, I came to respect Randy Orton. I grew to respect John Cena and I've certainly grown to respect the Miz. Um, so yeah, and that's how I was. Like, I I'll always say this. I know people who love Randy Orton and John Cena. I to, to me they're boring. They're just boring vanilla wrestlers. But at the same time, you know what? They're consistent, and they can go out and hit the spots, and they're entertaining. So whatever. And I I respect the especially Cena the work rate and coming back from injury and how much he puts into it and everything. So I like Peacemaker. Dude, Peacemaker's fantastic. I still watch. I haven't watched that yet. Oh my god, what is wrong with you? Uh, you know, stop recording right now and go watch Peacemaker. I should have really hit the button right there. 
You should. Close it up. You should like, hit the button done. right there. Watch it as we're recording. We can do a peacemaker yeah, podcast. There you go. We should do a peacemaker watch along so many months later. Angelani's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I love, dude, that show is so fucking good. You got to watch it. Have you got, so, uh, Rich, I think last time we were on the first episode of She-Hulk had, had gone. And you, did you I, watch I, I started, started watching it before we recorded and uh, then just stopped. I did I've watch watched, uh, Harley Quinn, though, which was also out today. And that was good. Oh, I got to catch a up. A lot of King Shark. Good. Yeah. I love Ron Funches. Yeah. I've only watched. Shark. It was a very King Shark centric. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all right. So that's good. I have only watched, I think, the first three episodes of this season of Harley Quinn, but I've watched both both episodes of um of She Hulk, and I watched the the first episode of the new Game of Thrones. I haven't Austin seen that yet either. Was that any good? It was good. I liked it. It sets up. Um, it sets up a lot. And it's weird to see Matt Smith playing like just a cold, heartless, evil bastard. That's cool. So I, you know, you talking about that? Was that the uh, the House of Dragons? Yeah. Yes. Was, was he as good a villain as uh, Tenant was in um, Mr. Purple Man? Purple Man was good. In what? A purple. He played Purple Man in. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. You broke up a little bit. Yeah. In Jessica Jones. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, dude. I don't. He doesn't reach that level of creepy because Tenet was just super oh, yeah. smarmy and creepy. And I don't think anybody can reach that. Like, yeah, Tenet was Tenet was legitimately scary as Purple Man. Gotcha. He, that it's it's two different kind of characters where, like, you know, it it, it looks. I don't want to say anything else because I don't want to spoil okay. it for anybody who hasn't watched it. But Matt Smith does a good job as as a okay. as a piece of shit. It's on my list. I haven't finished oh. Sandman yet either. I'm very like slowly making my way through Sandman because I want to enjoy it. And uh, they, it's like the most streamed thing ever on Netflix right now. Yeah, I need to uh, I need to catch up on on Sandman. I think I only watched the first two episodes of that. It gets, um, I thought the first episode dragged. It definitely gets better after the first episode. Okay, good, good. Yeah. You said it was on Netflix, right? On Netflix, yeah. Okay, okay. All right. Yeah, um, Sandman's on Netflix. Uh, House of Dragons is on HBO Max, and then uh, and there's Lord of the Rings thing starting up. Like, yeah, that's on Amazon. I saw yeah. that. I saw that coming out. So here's where I get kicked off of the podcast. I started. I've never, watched, I've never watched any of the Lord of the Rings stuff. That's okay. They they were all right. They were. Do you know? Uh, do you know how Randall does the uh, the Lord of the Rings stuff? Clerks too. You've seen it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I uh, I started reading the books and made it through the first two, and then started reading the third one and just noped out of it. Said nope, like I'm done. Yeah, Obviously, I read, read the Hobbit, Hobbit and it was, yeah, it was like crazy. I'm done. I'm done. I'm not reading yeah, I like, beyond I like this. The Hobbit. the Hobbit he wrote he wrote for kids. Right, exactly. I read it when I was in school, but I was like I'm still done. I'm not reading any more of this stuff. Like I it just wasn't. Yeah. You know, um, I do have that I'm going to read. I, currently, I'm reading uh, Dave Grohl's book that he wrote. Uh, you know, I have um, that movie they did downloaded and haven't watched yet, Studio 666. Oh, I completely fucking forgot about that. Yeah. I need to watch that, too. Um, but once I finish once I finish Dave Grohl's book, I'm going to I'm going to start on Mox because I actually bought John Moxley's book for some fucking nice. other reason. So I'm going to read that and then I'll. We can do a book club, guys. There you go. 
Oh boy. I'm reading uh, John Waters, the Pink Flamingos hairspray guy wrote a, a he wrote a couple of books, but they've all been um, nonfiction. This is his first fiction book. Oh, it's good. Cool. It, it, reads, it reads like one of his movies, so it's, it's entertaining. Nice. Hey, who knew that? Who knew we would we would start talking about reading books? Oh yeah. Yeah, that's a little much. Yeah, so um what what porns have you guys watched? No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> what what video games have you guys been playing? Uh Fall Guys. Fall Guys. Appreciate I, that. I started Stray and never finished it. And then tomorrow Soul Hackers 2 comes out, which I'll start and probably never finish. Um, and then I just picked up, I traded in a pile of uh, PS1 games that I wasn't going to play uh, to get some stuff. Um, and then I, while I was there, I, I didn't want any more video games, but they had a, a boxed copy of Tournament Fighters for the Super Nintendo. So oh, oh, man. It is a horrible game, but uh, oh, yeah. I needed to feed my turtle uh, addiction. That's cool. Well, the yeah. the uh, Calabunga collection comes out the end of this month and the um Shredder's revenge comes out on physical yeah i have it on pre-order i have well, i have both of them on pre-order i have like i i don't know why i keep giving limited run games money because <laughs> are you still I, waiting for that i still don't have my scott pilgrim thing because of the, the soundtrack <laughs> um and then i ordered the kind of like 400 worth of turtle stuff i had to get the big box thing that they had and then the PC bundle that they had because it had different stuff inside of it. And they had a vinyl soundtrack, which I ordered in a separate order so it wouldn't get stuck again. <laughs> and then I, I think there's something else. Oh, there's a they did an Atari game adventure, like a special collector's edition of that that I I pre-ordered. Dude, it makes stuff. Makes you feel any better. I still haven't gotten my copy of uh, Worms Armageddon for the N64. Oh that I wow. Ordered. That was last year. Yeah, no. It's nice. I still haven't gotten so I just got an, a shipping update on Superland, which I can't even remember why I ordered it. I like I legitimately I know I ordered it for the Switch. Couldn't tell you anything about the game, but I just got a shipping update on it that they're almost ready to ship it. And I know I ordered that like a year and a half ago. Damn. Splatoon 3 is coming out soon, and I'll play that for a month. I know that, and then just I'll fall off of that. Because that's why I played Splatoon 2. That's... I have no desire to play Splatoon it's 2. Fine. Yeah. I, I played the first one. I just didn't. And then Peyton got the second one because he really wanted that, and I tried it, and I just I can't get into Splatoon. Yeah, uh, Katie was big into Splatoon, so he played it quite the second one anyway for quite a bit. And I liked it. It was a, a fun first-person shooter where you didn't have to be good at first-person shooters. You just spend so, all your time painting the ground, and you could score big points. So remember last week we were talking about uh, I, I don't know if I was if I was on the air with you guys and and told you about it or not, but my, are cute. my Jesus Christ, my Xbox taking a shit. Yeah, and, uh, what wasn't my Xbox? It was my TV. <laughs> so all the HDMI ports decided to to crap out. Um, I fixed it. So that's that's the good news. Um, but every single one of my HDMI ports all at the same time went out. Um, and did I tell you did I tell you what happened prior to that though? Your hey, TV fell? I'm just kidding. So I bought Madden for the first time since like the Xbox One, very first Xbox One. 
edition. Um, and so I'm playing it and I wanted to play Peyton. I was like, you know what? I'll play, I'll play on a higher difficulty than Peyton. Peyton beat me like 50 something to five. And no, I'm not like it, it was legitimately five. Like I kicked a field goal and I think I, I got a safety on him or something. So, and then shortly thereafter, the, the HDMI port shit the bed. So I don't know if that was like telling me, hey, man, stop playing Madden. I, I was worried at first that it was that it was because I installed RetroArch and that it fucked my system. But no, it was just the HDMI ports. Oh, speaking of systems, too. Did you guys see that in every other market except for the U.S., Sony is raising the price of the PlayStation 5? Yeah, I saw that they're raising it. I, I didn't read the articles on how much, though. I don't know how 20, much I 20, saw it. Twenty percent. Twenty. Oh, really? Wow. Yep. Jesus. Wow. So, like in Italy, that's like eighty-three million lira or yeah. whatever. That's okay. Get one anyway. Well, that's true. Yeah. But I mean, well, no, I mean, I just got an email that if I wanted to buy one, I could. Sony sent me an email about it. Uh, they're like, hey, you want to buy a PS5? It's probably totally not like full of drugs. I uh, was talking about games playing. I did download this. So I've got the PlayStation Plus um, Extra uh, now. I, got I downloaded uh, the Tony Hawk 1 and 2. I rebought uh, that. Yeah, I've been playing that. I, I, and I've realized how bad, again, I am at that. But it's yeah. fun. It's one of those few games I've been really terrible at, but I really like to play. <laughs> I don't I know why. The soundtrack. I bought it on Switch. Exactly. I had a few games for I don't know why I bought it on Switch of all the systems I could have bought it on, but that's that's the system I chose to buy it on. Um, but that's what I've been doing. Like, if a game's available, if there's not a marked difference in performance, I buy it on the Switch because I figure, well, if nothing else, it'll be worth money because nobody's going to fucking buy it on the Switch. Well, see, I get this stuff on the Switch just because I might travel with it. Like, I go to my mom's house all the yeah. time. So. Yeah, yeah, I've got Skyrim. several titles like that too. That's there's a reason why I bought like I mean, obviously other than the fact that I'm a giant Skyrim fan, but I have that for the Switch as well. But um, we even have a copy of like uh, I think it's Tropico Six like I for the bought, Switch. And I bought Skyrim on like three different systems, including PlayStation VR, and never played it on any of them. Really? <laughs> They're just sitting wow. there. Yes. <laughs> you know what's funny is, so I I told Tom this the other day. I was listening. I I've been going back and listening to a bunch of our our older episodes and one of the episodes we're talking about Skyrim and um, Tom was saying how, yeah, you know, I, I, I guess I bought it again for PS five and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, dude, I bought it once and they gave it to me for Xbox. I bought it. I got it with my 360 because I had bought a 360 bundle that came with that and something else. I installed it. Never. I played it once and it got it like froze during the startup and I lost all my progress. I said, fuck it. Never played it again. But I got an updated version for the Xbox One for free, and then I got an Xbox Series X updated anniversary edition for free, just because I got it with my Xbox years and years ago. So, yeah, I bought the I bought the PS3 version, and then I went and turned around and bought the special edition PS4, the PSVR, and then I paid for the upgrade for the, I think I paid for it. I don't remember how that worked out for the PS5, and then I bought it for the Switch. So there's like five times that I, I purchased I purchased it in some form or fashion. 
<laughs> I've played more Skyrim on my Amazon Alexa than I have like on a system. <laughs> I've bought like Minecraft nine different times too, but at least those ones I played. I bought I in a while though. For my for the PC, I bought I think two or three different versions of Minecraft. It was all for a girl, and I never I, played it again. I had it on the PC, the Vita, the 3DS, the 360, <laughs> uh, PlayStation, and then uh, the PS4. Yeah, three and four. Yeah, that's what I've got. The PS. I had it on the PS4, and then it carried to the five. Oh, and the iPhone. I don't know if the iPhone one was free or not, but uh, I've got it for Android. It was seven bucks, so yeah, it probably wasn't free. Wasn't free. Okay. Yeah. I was really getting into it for a while. We were playing with people at work. Like, they had their own custom server and stuff. And then just, well, you can drink and play Minecraft. It was, like, the most relaxing thing in the world. <laughs> Peyton, uh, Peyton had it for the Wii U, for the 360. Did I have it for the Wii U? For the Switch. And now he's got it for the uh, for the Series X. Yeah, I've got it for the Switch as well. The Switch is cool because it has the, um, the, Super, or the Super Mario. Yeah. Uh, Skins. Back to it, yeah. Which that's kind of neat, yeah. But yeah. Oh, Jamal, I, I think Doom, uh... and Doom Two for this one, and I have Doom. I have all the Dooms for this one. The Switch. Oh, did you get the Doom collection? Uh, no, I got them as they came out on the store. Oh, okay. Um, I think I, actually I do have the Doom. What the hell is this? Hang on a minute. Stare at my ass. Uh... Stare at my ass. <laughs> 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 That is one of the things they sent me. It is the Doom collection. But I never, oh, from Limited Run? I never oh, nice. This has a button somewhere. Uh, is it charged? Oh, cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's like lighting up and playing the music. That's really cool. One of the few things they actually shipped, uh, and I, I got it. You know, I am. I do have to order Day the Tentacle from them. Uh, that was one. I don't know if I ordered that or not. I thought about it. I do need to order. I mean, like I've got it on my PS4, but I, I just I would like a physical copy of it. So I'll probably get the Xbox version of it, since you know, and I probably won't buy the special edition. I'll probably just get the normal edition and throw it on the shelf and just say, "Hey, look, I've got the physical edition of Day of the Tentacle," uh, or as yeah. we always used to call it, Day of the Testicle. The uh, the Doom thing reminded me real quick of the uh, people that uh, halfway port is a wrong word, but they kind of programmed Doom for the uh, TIs, the TI-83 yeah. and the TI-84. Yeah. Did you yep. see that somebody was trying to, uh, they were trying to break the uh, the code for the some kind of tractors or whatever, like so that, because whatever tractor company had made it so that the farmers couldn't work on them themselves i think it was john Deere. some kind of computer program yeah it might have been john deere so the the hackers that broke that cracked the code and cracked the system and opened it up installed doom on one of the tractors it was john that's deere. awesome yeah. yeah that's awesome yeah that, it's the craziest thing like i, I you know the um uh, a lot of the there, we actually had a one of our students years and years ago that actually come up with um He's the, you remember the old crop rotation stuff? Well, he invented uh, something by doing soil sampling, but it had to do with that, like where, you know, had the automation type stuff to it. That's what he was talking about. It's like going around and like basically you hit a button and it just does everything for you. 
which was which was kind of wild to me at the time but yeah and it was all john deere stuff so it was uh yeah that makes a lot of sense then <laughs> yeah I, I thought i used the appropriate nomenclature i didn't call them 